At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Friday, let's get it. It is the Lombardi line. I'm just pulling up M Lombardi NFL on Twitter because the best yes, way, sir. the reason, what's up, man? The reason is the best way to watch a football game, and especially when Michael's liberal with the tweets, is to watch the tweets that follow along. And yesterday was awesome. So I'm going to get to some of the tweets from last night. First off, how are you? What's on the playlist for a Friday? Uh, we started out today. We went hard, Springsteen. Johnny 99, one of the great songs of all time. They closed down the, the auto plant in Mawa last night, Patrick. Awesome song. Then we went to Racing in the Street. Then we come back with Something in the Night. I mean, it's just, it's really just, a, it's an awesome Friday to get going. I'm excited. You know, it's exciting. I'm excited for the day. I mean, it feels good. I just had a little Fleetwood Mac to start it off with. We went, I want, you know, I probably think Eagle fans are much like Stevie Nicks Uh-oh. when she sings Silver Springs looking at Lindsey Buckingham. You know, she's so mad at Lindsey Buckingham <laughs> singing that song. It's so good. And that's how I think Eagle fans, it's kind of how I got started on it. I'm like, this is how Eagle fans are to want to talk to Jeffrey Lohr, their owner. Like, really? Just spite you know, and my bitterness. My voice will haunt you. <laughs> yeah, my voice will. Have you ever seen that video? It's yeah, one of the great ones of all time. I actually she gets have seen so it. mad at him. I mean, it's like 30 years later, and she's still like looking at him, like yelling at him. Like, calm down, Stevie. We're not shooting a Western here. Calm down. <laughs> you know? Shooting a Western. I have an embarrassing admission as we start the show. I had the heat blasting my whole entire drive into work today. It's, it's cold here get in Vegas. Out. It's oh my cold. gosh! It's, I it's, become it's soft. eighty degrees. I went casual Friday today. I can Sorry, tell. Bill, I had to go casual Friday. I mean, it's it's eighty degrees here. Basically, and, and Michael has a tank top on. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable how nice it is at the Jersey Shore. No, I'm glad. I, listen, you guys have had crazy, unseasonably warm weather out there. It's sixty degrees here today. I was bumping the uh, the heat coming in. So a couple of things. Uh, first off, yeah, we're, we're thrilled to be here. A couple few things. Oh, one, we'll get to the football game. Um, Ertz has been traded. I want to get your thoughts on that quickly. Last night was a classic game five up in San Francisco with the check swing, Wilmer Flores and Scherzer getting the save. That was incredible. I'll set up the baseball series moving on, uh, but let's go ahead and start with that. Ertz has been traded. So Ertz has been traded to the Cardinals. He can't play this week because he played last night. Uh, he was traded for a cornerback and a fifth round pick. Your thoughts there. 
You know, so the cornerback was a six-round pick in the 21 draft. You, you know, when you're trading for a corner from Arizona, I don't know if that's a smart – Arizona's looking for corners. Tells you a little <laughs> bit of a problem there. So that, that always makes me worry. But, you know, let's give the kid a chance, let him come in. Uh, for me, I think Ertz knew he was getting traded. He was so so emotional last night after the game, the way he was walking to the locker room. You kind of had a sense that something was going on. Look, they lose Mac William, Max Williams last week, and the, I think the Cardinals have taken all their chips, and they've gone all in. I think they see this is their moment to really win the West, get home field advantage, perhaps knock off the Bucks, knock off the knock off the uh, Packers, you know, knock off the the Rams and be the best team in the in the NFC and represent them at the Super Bowl. So I think they're going all in and this to me was a very easy price to pay for a guy who can be a third he's a big receiver. Ertz has always never been a tight, a true tight end. He's never going to block anybody on the on the line of scrimmage, but he can block the support and he's and he was very good in the passing game. He's not that same level today, but it still gives them a chance to um, to have some tight end involvement in the passing game. 18 receptions, 189 yards, two touchdowns this season for Ertz. Adds to the mix there. 5-0 and Arizona team leaves a 2-4 and Eagles team. Let's talk about that 2-4 and Eagles team. So it closed. I mean, it's unbelievable. The Bucks were in complete control. They didn't cover, obviously, with your boy Sirianni. But let's start here with your tweets. And I thought this was fascinating. So you said, had to start the drive with a run. Horrible middle eight play calls. Two opponents here, the Bucks and the clock. Horrible. I give up just so unaware. I thought about you nonstop during the game because of that middle eight comment. Can we expound upon that? Right. So, look, you know, Brady's, they're not slowing Brady down at all. I mean, the, 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 pay, the, the excuse me, the Bucks had the ball 21 minutes in the first half. 21 minutes. I mean, they couldn't stop them. I mean, it was really... Only re- they got 233 yards. Now, with when you get the ball back, and you're Nick Sirianni, and you get the ball back with 156 to go, and you're down 21 to seven, you know you get the ball to start the half. So you want to make sure that whatever you do here, you're the last team that touches the football. The last thing you want to do is go three plays and punt the ball back to Tampa, and now we're down 28 to seven. So at 156 to go in the game. Right now, the clock is your opponent. So what you must do there, you must do this. You must, and, and you can't panic about, we got to be in two minutes. we got to be in two minutes. What I don't think they do a good job on television explaining to the fans is there's different variations of two minute. There's fast two minute when you really got to move, when there's 30 seconds to go. And then there's deliberate two minute. Like, let's just get going. Let's get into our rhythm of offense. And this is what it called for. It called for a deliberate two minute. So you start to drive off with a run. And you let that clock, they're not going to call timeout at this point. They're not going to call timeout because they're scared you're going to move the ball. So you let that clock really run down. Now you get it to a manageable 110. Now all of a sudden, you can, now you, second down, you can throw the ball, get a completion. You can then get another, then you get a first down. And now we get going. And now we'll get into a real two minute and we'll start moving. But you want to take some time off the clock because you don't want to punt it back. What do the Eagles do? Incomplete pass, first down. So they eat up what? They eat up basically seven seconds. Then they throw another incomplete pass. They eat up seven seconds. Then they throw another incomplete pass, and they eat up seven seconds. They're punting the ball back to the Arizona Cardinals with three to the excuse me to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with three timeouts left. And Tom Brady gets the ball. Now they were fortunate. They were really fortunate. They get a false start, and then Brady has probably three of the worst throws mm-hmm. of the night in that se- se- sequence. Right? Okay, great. Pump the ball back. We we basically we didn't do it right, but we we got away with it. Now we get the ball back again with 57 seconds to go, and what do we do? We proceed to do exactly the same thing all over again. Throw more incompletions, and and the Bucks get the ball back with 31 seconds. Like this just tells me they have no idea what they're doing. They're just calling plays. They're not managing the game. They're calling plays. And it's uh, more passes, more pass. Patrick, do you realize they completed 12 passes the entire night? Yeah. And one of the 12 completions was a deflection that went stage left. And if it didn't go stage left, it would have been incomplete anyway. I mean, that that tip helped get the ball completed. Yep. I mean, Hertz was Hertz couldn't throw the ball. He was exactly what we think he is. He's not an accurate quarterback. Even Troy, 
said it last night. He doesn't have great anticipation on throws. Poor timing. I've been saying it for two years. He doesn't have rhythm to his game. That's right. They're running Oklahoma's offense. What we need is maybe Chris Felica can get some, make some calls, and we'll get the Sooner Schooner to come around the corner. <laughs> I mean, that's what they need. I mean, listen, inefficient, poor timing. Those windows are open. He's not completing the passes. He completed just 46% of the... They have 213 yards total offense. I mean, this was... Uh, I know it was inordinate as far as time of possession to the Bucks, but it, it was it, it just offensively no rhythm, no plan. You know, I think what, what, what fans have to... Everybody wants to blame the, the, the offense. And, and look, I don't think Sirianni... Offense is elaborate. He's running Oklahoma's offense. I mean, that's a fact. I've been saying this all year. Okay. But what I think you have to look at deeper down is the lack of execution on both sides of the ball. The Eagles are not a team with precise execution. I mean, if it, and I, and I, and I actually text this to Will Hill last night. If Bruce Arians would have gone for those fourth and twos, I think the game would have been around and the, and the, and the Bucks would have covered easily. I totally agree. I think he went conservative and he kind of kept Philly hanging around the game and, and, and almost cost himself the game. He almost cost himself the game because if they get one stop on the on that last drive, they got a chance to come back and make one play and win the game. Now, they wouldn't deserve to win the game, but they could have won it. It was a little bit like Carolina. They didn't deserve to win the game, but they won it. So I think the Bucks kept them in it. But the execution, and here's the, as I've said many times on our show here, is that the way you determine execution in the National Football League is through rushes and completions. The Eagles only had 12 completions last night. They had 19 rushing attempts. That's 31. The Buccaneers had 65. 31 rushes, 34 completions. I mean, that's almost as good as what... what in Jacksonville, 250, 250. 250, 250. 250, I mean, you know, sure. You'll, you know, we want to do that on a continual basis, even though there's only 48 teams in the history of the NFL that have ever done that. But that's OK, Urban. Just, just disregard that. So, like, the execution of the Bucks, the lack of execution of the, of the Eagle defense was really, uh, I mean, it's horrible. Their execution is bad. And everybody wants them to run the ball. They're not going to run the ball. They don't believe in running the football. That's why Sirianni has the job, because they can control the play calls. When is somebody going to get it through their head? The 19 rush attempts, a little misleading because 10 of those were Hurts. So nine, who you right. love, Miles Sanders. You, you've talked about Miles Sanders maybe being the most talent on this team. The most talent, well, He's certainly their best on offense. player on offense. Yes. And they ignore him. Here's the reality, right? Everybody in Philly wants Sirianni. You know, he's, they hired an inexperienced coach. Like, how did Sirianni get on the list to become a candidate for the head coaching job? He never called plays before, never was an offensive coordinator before, and he's never been a head coach before. And everybody in Philly's all upset because he's not doing a good job. Well, when was he ever prepared to do this job? You basically his fault. picked him over. Yeah, it's not his fault. You picked him over Josh McDaniels, who's been calling games for 20 years, who's been a head coach, maybe not a good one at first. What are you talking about? You wanted someone that the, head, the organization could control. Why are you getting mad at Sirianni? He's being puppeteered. So remember, Carl Johnson, by the way, Carl Johnson happy. He tweeted out that he needed our guy down at the Beau Rivage. He needed the Eagles and he needed the under. Cash, cash. He got he, it. He got God. it. He got it. Let's, get, let's continue this slick conversation. Slick as frog hair, that man. The, slick as frog <laughs> is hair. Is that, that what man. it is? Slick as I don't know. I mean, I just hair. throw frog hair into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a great Friday here on the Lombardi line. I want to come back. I got a couple more questions uh, from Michael about the Bucks as well as we continue on a Friday. Just getting started here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, it's BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com or download the app. If you're in town, stop by any MGM casino. Bring that state-issued ID, and you're going to be ready to bet within minutes. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Speaking of which, uh, I've gone out once since I lived in Vegas, and and it was to see Michael Lombardi and Millie and the crew. Uh, this will be my second time. The, remember I told you that Stoney, Mike Stone, was he got 50000 for the first quarter mm-hmm. in the Circa Millions contest? Yeah. Uh gentleman mm-hmm. from Detroit who was a mentor of mine growing up in radio. He is in town, and he was on Odds On with the boys yesterday talking about his first quarter $50,000 win. Remember, he was 18-2. and two. So you asked right. me he about. Under, I think he was fifteen and zero, right? Yeah, he, he was fifteen and zero at one point. So you asked me, you go, and I was trying to be. You said, "How does he have a for, You know, like you have power rankings and you have your whole formula. It's like getting in a lab. You asked me, does Stony Mike Stone have? I said, I think he's probably throwing darts. He went on and gave the best promotion for Circa Millions ever because he said, "All my friends are texting me. I can't believe you are sitting atop the, <laughs> the Circa Million standings because he's like, I'm just having fun. I'm just throwing." Darts, and here I am. I just he just collected fifty thousand dollars, so I'm excited to go see him and the crew. But hey, it's a good start, good right? Fifty grand. I, I I think it proves that sometimes we overthink these things. That's a good right? point. I think sometimes we spend we have so much information in this information age, and we look at other people's picks, and we look at what other people are thinking, and we look at line movement, and we look at this and steam and all those. That sometimes you're just better staying off in a vacuum and just saying, okay. Let the numbers dictate, you know, like, let's just, I don't really like Jacksonville this week, but I don't know why they're not a favorite. You know, they've played better than Miami has in the last four weeks. You know, if I can get three and a half and take Jacksonville, perhaps I should take them. And you have to have almost an indifference. You you almost, what happens to you is you guard against yourself. You know, it's like the week Green Bay played Pittsburgh. You know, there was no reason that you felt like Green uh, Pittsburgh could cover that line at six and a half. But yet there was this, I don't know, this imaginary fact out there that you weren't sure what it was. And you just didn't want to go against Tomlin. You didn't want to go against Ben, even though you know Ben's not playing very well, right? You didn't want to go against it, so you kind of lay off it. I think the ones that win the contest have a, have a sense of indifference. I, th- I think that's a great point. And, you know, we were having the conversation, and I thought you astutely brought up, what is the market? What are the bookmakers telling us with seven being the number for Tampa at Philly and seven, seven being the number for the Chiefs at Philly? Well, you know, I, I said essentially they feel they're the same. Amal came on and said that neutral field, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would lay three and a half. I talked to him on the phone yesterday. I said there's no chance in hell they'd be laying three and a half. You guys are insane if you think yeah. it. But anyway, that's li- listen to odds on. They're great. The, the point that I'm making is all of it thrown in there, and what happens? The Chiefs beat Philly by 12 in Philly, and the Bucks beat what beat them by six yesterday. Don't cover in Philly. So it's like it's, yeah. well, you can I, have I, all you know, these conversations. 
Right, and and you know if Seriani doesn't get the doesn't get the two point, it's going to be an eight. They're going to cover. You know, it came down to the one play. And look, let's face it. I mean, if uh, if they wouldn't have used the timeout, the Bucks would have kicked a field goal and would have gone up by ten, as uh, would have gone up by nine and covered. You know, yeah, sure. So yep. before they, so there's a lot of those circumstances that get involved. And I think more than anything, I think the reason they didn't put a forty spot on the board. Is because that 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 Bruce wasn't very, you know, Bruce wasn't very. Um, and those fourth down calls, he aggressive. was conservative. He I wasn't agree. very aggressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was no way. In fact, I texted Will Hill twice and said I wouldn't punt here, and he's like, I'm saving this tweet. I'm saving this text. Like, because I'm usually the anti-punt guy, but I thought that was the perfect example for us as betters and as a betting network to really get a true example of a team that was in full control of the game. And who was also in the lead. And I think when you have those two things going for you, be a little aggressive to put the game away. Put the game away. But when they punted in the second half, you know, and they punted on that one time they had a they had a third and two, I think they had a fourth and it was less than two, you know, and, and then he went for it. When he finally went for it on the fourth down, one, one of those fourth downs, he ran it, two of them, I think, on the last drive. So I thought it was more of like had Andy Reid been the play caller for – Tampa Bay, they would have covered that line. There's the difference, Patrick. I, I want to give credit in because you're often you, you you tell us always to take a step back and look at the big picture. Because sometimes if you look at the Eagles moving forward as a better, maybe you can misconstrue some of these numbers. I want to give credit to Adam Lefko, who I know you know and I know as well. He does a great job. TNC. Fifty four percent of the Eagles' points have come in the final seven fifteen of the game. So you always talk about that middle eight. They're chasing constantly. There's an inordinate amount of points by this Eagles team scored to make it look better than it actually is oftentimes. No, like that cover last no night doubt. was not a cover. Tampa was, as you mentioned, should have beat them by doubles and ends up not even covering the six and a half, seven. It, it really came down to came down to Bruce's conservative. I mean, had Andy Reid been calling plays, they would have covered easily. I mean, they, they were the better team by far, but I think he's right. I think, you know, they've scored 55 points in the fourth quarter, Patrick. They've scored 55 points in the fourth quarter. In the second and the third quarter combined, they've scored 55 points. Mm. Oh. So that tells you all you need to know. They're playing from behind. They're trailing. And and because they never really stop anybody defensively, they never get control of it. Now, this game, they were better on third down against Brady than they were against Mahomes. Mahomes was 9 for 10 on third down. But they couldn't really stop them. They couldn't really. They, and early in that game, the, the the inability of Fletcher Cox and Hargrave to make any pr- the presence felt at all was a real problem. So for me, I thought it was uh, you know it was a game that I think Bruce probably hurt the betters more than anybody because he was way too conservative in that game. So the Bucks now the Bucks are a bit of a mirage as well. The offense and what Brady's doing is unbelievable, but all of a sudden they lose Sherman. Uh, they're already without Murphy, Bunting, and Dean. Like, this is, this is shaping up. There's going to be a lot of shootouts. And, again, those totals, it's going to be baked into the number. Of course, we know that the Bucks are going to give up scores as well. But this is going to get ugly for this team defensively in the back end. Well, once they play against a team that can match them point for point or can at least match them offensively. I mean, you know, Todd Bowles did a good job of defending it. You know, we only allowed 12 completions in the game. But I agree with you, Patrick. I think there's some liability. I think the the Bucks are going to have to continue to outscore people. And, you know, when they the New England game, they got a break in that game because of the weather. New England got a break as well in that game, too. But, you know, I, I think that they're going to have to improve. What I was really impressed with last night was that's the best I've seen Brady move laterally in the last four years. Good point. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he had that knee problem last year. He got it worked on. He got surgery. His lateral movement on the third down pass that he makes, you know, to basically seal the game, that that movement was really impressive. It was as good as I've ever seen out of Brady. And he's getting older, and he's actually getting better. But, you know, make no mistake about it. If you don't move him off the spot, if you don't create some pressure inside, he's got too many weapons. Now, they need Gronk back. There's no denying it because they're going to get all the split safety. They need somebody who can control the middle of the field. O.J. Howard quite can't do what Gronk does. They're going to need him back. 
And that, that's apropos because didn't Brady yesterday said he could play to 55. He probably won't play till he's 55, but he certainly said that's that could be on the board. There's a couple I wanted to ask it's, you about. Please go ahead. No, it's just amazing that his arm still looks. I mean, you know, he had some throws in there, the, the, especially the really the game. The Eagles got their huge break when Brady's two throws over on the sideline, one's, one to Evans and one to Antonio Brown, were his two worst throws of the day. Those were the two worst throws of the night. And had he completed those passes, one of those passes, they would have scored another touchdown before the half. It hasn't, and this goes back to Michigan and the fiasco with the playing time with Brady, but my friends and I would always discuss when he was at Michigan, I thought his, I've always thought Brady's arm strength is undervalued. Like, He's got yeah. a cannon. He's always had a great arm. It's just you generally, you saw Breeze lose it. You saw Peyton Manning literally throwing lollipops. You, you generally and, and don't injuries, see it. injuries. Injuries are always related to that, right? I mean, I think that's ultimately what happens is Peyton's neck caused all sorts of problems sure. to, to, to his arm. And Breeze is just, I don't know if it was a shoulder or whatever it was, but he didn't have anything. Left. I think part of Ben's problem is, this, he's lost some of that. All the injuries have taken their toll. Brady's been really remarkable. And I think this year you're seeing him throw the ball better because he feels better with his lower body and he can drive the ball with more regularity. Okay, one minute. I want to ask you a couple questions in particular about some of the uh, big plays coming. One, were you okay with Sirianni down eight going for two there? I mean, to me, I'm a traditionalist. I don't. I didn't understand what he was trying to get accomplished because he's going to come back and go for two again. You know, I, I guess that's the way you're going to have to think from now on. I, I'm, I take the points and go. You know, I'll take the points and go. I guess they're thinking 50-50. You got to score twice. Yeah. But, but uh, it just feels like but I'd rather I mean, have the watching, seven. Are they watching this quarterback not complete very many passes? There's a conversation to be had about Jalen. I, when, I, when we come back, your thoughts we on Hurts, the Philadelphia fans' thoughts on Hurts, and then just moving forward, what you would do as a front office exec. And I want to talk to you about the taunting. We'll continue. Lombardi Line, our buddy Wes Reynolds is going to join as well in the first hour. Don't go anywhere. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, a special shout to Jonathan Von Tobel, JBT, because this VEASAN NBA guide is incredible. It's wonderful work, and everybody involved should be proud. Strategies, best bets, in-depth analysis, experts, uh, teams and player predictions, daily best, daily betting tips. It's just really, it's $9.99. It's one of those things where it's like, if you're going to go on a six-month journey, five-month journey, might as well pay nine bucks. It's vcin.com slash subscribe for the betting guide, which is out now. And the hockey guide is great as well. I've been into the hockey, man. I was all over the stars last night. The Kraken are undervalued. VGK was overvalued in LA. It's just, this is a great time of the year, Michael. You've got, well, we're, it is. we're just five, Baseball, six weeks hockey. into, oh my gosh. It's just, it's, it can't get you got better. Basketball coming up around the corner, right? You got the NBA coming up. I mean, it's, it's really a good time. And we got the uh, worlds are colliding, Patrick. Kids are trick-or-treating. The weather's fall. It's Gotta perfect. Um, so Avery yeah. gives up 15 when he taunts Fournette on the, yeah. on the final drive. Essentially, it was a six minute drive, which ended the game. So let's talk about this. The taunting has to be an owner's thing, right? Do front office execs and, and does Bill Belichick care? Do you care? Like the taunting help us understand this. I can't help you. I, although there's, you know, the league office put out their propaganda saying that there's a lot of coaches that favored that, that, that wanted this. So I don't know who they are, but obviously the league has somebody saying it. Look, I, it, it, you can't say it wasn't a bad call. That's the call they're going to make. I mean, everybody. In, but Mike's thing is, is did the Eagles ever demonstrate an ability to stop them from getting 15 yards in that game? No. I no, mean, come didn't. on. You know, they, they had more than ample opportunity to stop them on that drive after 15 yards, you know. And the only reason it's a six-point game, the only reason if you took the Eagles and laid this and got the seven is is because the clock ran out, not because they, they weren't going to cover that number. They were going to cover that number. It's just the situation perfectly worked where they didn't have to cover the number, you know? Yeah. And they kneeled it down, and so the clock was in their favor. The 15 really, to me, was we can complain about it, 
at the end of the day, the Eagles demonstrated no ability whatsoever to stop to stop them from moving the football with regularity. The only th- really the times they stopped them, they stopped themselves. I mean, Brady never really felt much pressure much of the game. Was he? He wasn't control sacked. the ball thirty six minutes. I mean, you control the ball thirty six minutes, uh, thirty eight minutes. I think it was he had the ball. He wasn't almost thirty nine minutes. We talked about it yesterday. The the key was going to be early on. If you're looking in game, to see if, if Philadelphia's getting pressure up front. If they were, that's a good sign. They weren't. It's a terrible sign. Right, and and I think that if you would have bet it and laid the points, you said, "Oh, I lost. That was horrible." I don't think if you took if you I think if you took the Eagles, you got lucky. I I recommend the Eagles because my number said six. I actually think my number is wrong, even though it came out right for me on the recommendation. I think I was wrong. I think it was a clear take the Bucks and over the, over the seven. They were going to cover that. They play that game ten times. They're going to cover it nine. You do, realize. and I think you have to look at that. You have to look at that. I think it's fair as as, as a way. And I know Mike Stone's not doing that because he's just walking through the raindrops, <laughs> but, right? He's walking but, through the raindrops. But, but I was gonna. I want to. I want you to know something because I've been keeping track of this for three years. You do realize every time you say my number is this, but screw that, I'm not going to abide by n- my number. You lose every time. Like for example, every time I know that you don't, I, I, and you're being humble by saying you had the wrong side with your power rankings, but your number literally nailed six. Your number was six. Yeah, the game finished six, and you avoid, and you said I, I'm going to, I'm going to go away from my number every time that bites you in the ass. I know, and, and I mean, but but like this week, I'm this week, I'm I'm really, I I think the numbers have significant value. Like, okay, I'll give you a perfect example: Jacksonville, Miami. My numbers say Jacksonville should be favored. They should be favored by slightly more than a half a point. I'm getting three and a half with Jacksonville. I should take it. Now, that's my right side. The left side, well, Miles Jack isn't going to play. He's going to miss the game, and he's one of their best defensive players. Well, Miami's bad, bad. I mean, I, you just have to ignore it, you know? And so you got to swallow it and say, okay, I'm going to take it. Jacksonville's got to buy. Miami has a buy. Tua's coming back. Oh, my God, Tua's coming back. And who knows if he's even healthy. I guess he, I guess Flores said today they'd find out if he actually was going to play. Remember this game's – well, let's use this as a great example, and we'll use this as – we'll put it in the lab – Miami Jacksonville, you've got Jacksonville as a favored team. Nobody thinks Jacksonville is going to beat the Dolphins. And so come Sunday morning when we're sitting here doing the show, we'll find out. You got to stick with your number. I know you're terrified of Urban, but you did you did talk about on GM Shuffle as well that you do like the progression of Trevor Lawrence. They are doing he's doing really well. He's going to go run the ball. A, a pass def- and, and they can run the ball. They're going to go against a pass defense that's not very good. You know, they'll try to blitz him. I think he can make some plays. Robinson runs it effectively. Look, you know, and Daryl Bevel's seen, I mean, he's practiced. He's seen what Josh Boyer will do. I don't think there's any advantage between Josh Boyer versus Daryl Bevel or Brian Schottenheimer. So, and then I think Miami's offense is really just a mess. I don't think Miami can run the ball effectively. I think their passing game is all over. You know, I, I know Jacksonville's not great on defense, but it, last week I think Allen and Kaysan can rush the passer a little bit against these bad offensive linemen for Miami. So, you know, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write it out and see where I think it leads. When you just start writing it down, I'll tell you the other one that I'm I, I, the other one that on my numbers, Patrick, yeah. like Chicago, like uh, Chicago that line. Where's it going? You to know, now? it's jumped it to six. To five? It's up to the key number of six. six. Everybody's got six. Green Bay's lane I mean, six I in Chicago. I have it as a 3.68 game. So you got to bet Chicago I don't based take, on the number. I got to bet Chicago. I don't want to take Justin Fields. Now, you know, I think what you do is is you don't bet every game, right? You don't bet every game. Okay, here I just came something. Nick Chubb is out for the Browns this week. Nick, it just popped up on my screen as well. Wow, that's huge. The best rushing team in football. That's Cleveland. They are getting J- Jarvis Landry. Back. I didn't even know he was hurt, Patrick. I didn't know he was hurt. I had hurt. no clue either. It, it helps to have Kareem Hunt as your backup. To be fair, yeah. but it's just breaking news here on the Lombardi line. Great job, Michael. Nick Chubb out uh, this weekend. It looks like they're going to get Nick Landry Chubb's back. A, Nick Chubb's a different player, He's right? I mean, Nick maker. Chubb is, you know, and, and they get Hunt back. And this and this Felton kid that they drafted in the sixth round is a nice little nickel back. He'll take the place of Hunt in sub, and Hunt will take the place of Chubb. But it's still going to be a challenge. I mean, there, there's a game that I like Cleveland in. Everybody's on Arizona. I like Cleveland in this game. 
you know, I have it as a 2.3 game. You know, it, it kind of leans itself towards that. I would lean towards Cleveland here because I think Cleveland's defense will give some problems to Kyler Murray. But for me, for me, you know, does the Chubb injury impact? I think it's something to consider. Hey, take a look, Matt Santos, and see. I To Michael's point, I wasn't aware, unless I missed it, that Chubb was banged up. I assume everybody's banged up to a certain degree, but we are now just getting official word that Chubb is out for this weekend's game in Cleveland, hosting Arizona, the obviously undefeated Arizona team. The number open yeah. Cleveland three, it's three and a half right now, everywhere, Michael. I know. I mean, it's, 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 it's look, and, and Arizona's beat up. Arizona, Chandler Jones is, might not play. And COVID, they've got, I mean, they're, they're getting in, crushed by COVID. They, they're, they're getting crushed by COVID. Their numbers, their, their, their injury report is really challenging. I mean, they've got a bunch of, let me just look here on their injury. I mean, Miles Garrett is questionable, undisclosed illness. Nick Chubb was undisclosed illness. That's why we didn't know about it. Denzel Ward's got a neck injury. He's questionable. Landry, he could come back. And that's huge for Clowney's Baker. questionable with an elbow. Uh, by the way, that you know, Landry, see, yeah. I, I I will say this here on the on the list. Let's have this conversation. You know, Kyler Murray's shoulder is he's on the list as questionable. The throw he makes that essentially wins the game. The under throw he makes to Hopkins over on the right sideline there. It looked to me like his arm was dead. You remember this play I'm talking about? I, I, I actually do. That's it's it, to me. It's just the, to your point about him lasting 17. I, I don't weeks. think he's healthy. I don't think he's. I don't think I did not see the zip in his arm last week that I saw. I think it's something to consider. I think it's something to consider. I, I think you know if you're going to take Arizona, you better make sure because that arm on that throw late in the game. Go back and watch it if you if you can. If you if if you have. NFL game pass or anybody who wants to bet Arizona, you should watch him throw the ball in that game. The velocity and the speed on that throw was not there. He badly underthrew that ball across the field. And my first reaction watching it was, wow, he, yeah. he, something's wrong with his shoulder. And you constantly stress this, but the Kyler Murray on defense for the Cardinals is Chandler Jones. I'm not sure there's a more important player to a team no. because he covers up a lot on that Arizona defense. He really does. A lot, a lot, a really a lot. And I think he's going to show, you know, if he doesn't play, you know, Mayfield can, they'll run the ball and throw the ball. 20 mile an hour win too with Murray's arm injury, with his shoulder injury. Something else to consider. Okay. So I don't want to step on the weather report, but just to you. consider that. Yep. Chubb out. Uh, looks like Chandler Jones is going to be out, placed on the reserve COVID list. So there's a lot of, and again, that number's jumped to three and a half with the Browns laying it. A total of 40. Wow, that total feels high, doesn't it? With the weather being a little. Yep. It's a 49 and that a half. That wind coming off 49 and a half, yeah. Okay. Wes is going to join us next. I, I, we've got a ton still to get to. I want to give kind of a synopsis on where we stand with the season and primetime games as well. And then get Mr. Baseball. Get the glove ready. We've got the, we've got the CS coming. Ready. I got Championship yeah, I series got tonight I'm disappointed, in Boston. Disappointed in the Giants yesterday. You know, well, look, your boy Logan this, Webb was sick. He was filthy. We'll come back, Wes, next here at Lombardi yeah. Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Okay, become a weekend warrior at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. So this is cool. You can win up to $50,000 with the free-to-play challenge for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log into your account at BetMGM. And find the king of the weekend contest in your promotion section. It's easy to find. Then pick the six teams you think are going to score the most points from selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six in the right order, grand prize of 50K could be yours. Plus hundreds of dollars in free bets awarded to players who come close to the perfect score. Again, it's BetMGM. They have a ton of great promotions all the time. Visit BetMGM.com or download the app. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay, we're going to bring in our buddy Wes Reynolds, Michael Lombardi, of course, and we're going to talk New England coming up in 12 minutes because Michael's got some really interesting information there. We're always talking about timing when it comes to betting and the psychology of tying up your money. I know it can be tough, but a great example, Michael, is as we say hi to Wes Reynolds, of course, betting across America on Saturday, green zone for seven hours on Sunday. He's all over, and he fills in for us and does a great job with Dave Ross on Tuesday. On Tuesday, Wes gave out lay a dollar forty on the Browns. It's 40 cents difference now, just on Friday. Now the Browns are up to 180. But the importance is we say hi to Wes. Maybe we could talk about that, Wes. The psychology of kind of tying up your money, I know, confounds some betters, but you just saved yourself 40 cents on the money line there. Well, everything, guys, and thank you for having me, everything is basically tied up in timing the market. And look, with, especially with the NFL, you're usually not going to get massive line moves especially as you get later into the season you know maybe the first couple weeks everybody's kind of unsure of their numbers or unsure of their power ratings but as you go along and we're now into week six and starting to get bye weeks and then as we progress throughout the season the lines are going to get a little bit tighter so you're basically you're trying to get number equity and you talked about that money line now it may kind of go towards where I laid earlier this week now with the Nick Chubb injury being announced that he is not going to go for Cleveland on Sunday. But Kareem Hunt is going to go. He's averaging 5.4 yards per carry, leads the team in targets this year. So I think Cleveland is going to be, you know, relatively fine. Obviously, that's a blow, but you're still seeing three and a halves in the market. You'll see it go down to three at some places, but I don't think it's going to be like a massive move where it's going to go through a key number. Cleveland's number one in the league in rushing offense. Arizona, in terms of defending it, is 29. So even without Chubb, I still like the Browns here in this spot. Yeah, and then where are you on any of the Arizona injuries, Wes? I mean, you know, with COVID, it looks like they have COVID running through their team. A little bit reminding me of opening weekend when Tennessee went back, when Arizona went back to play Tennessee and COVID was kind of still lingering uh, within their building at, at Tennessee and Arizona was really impressive in that opening day win. Yeah, and Michael, that's a great point that you make there because we saw it happen last week with COVID. And oftentimes with injuries, look, the skill position players, especially the quarterback and to a lesser extent, a running back or a receiver, that's going to get bet. And you're going to see usually line movements without that. But I'll give you a perfect example. Last week, the New England Patriots were without four starters on the offensive line, mainly due to COVID. I think Brown had an injury, but you were without four starters on that offensive line. And you saw a very little movement in that number. I think it was eight and a half went down to eight. But the general betting public didn't really bet it because those are offensive linemen. You saw it a couple weeks ago with Baltimore off that win in Kansas City against Detroit. They had basically four of their top five defensive linemen out. 
and hence it was a close game with an underdog that on paper should be overmatched. So, yeah, I think these injuries absolutely matter, and that's what you have to look at. And don't necessarily only put weight on the quarterbacks and the skill position players because usually the odds makers are going to adjust that before you have a chance to bet it. But they don't always often adjust with, you know, offensive line or defensive line or secondary starters. Well, let's talk about the Lions. Another devastating loss last week, Wes. And here comes Cincinnati. Open three and a half is sitting three and a half. You talked about the injuries up front for Detroit, but you do like the Detroit Lions here catching three and a half at home. I do. I, you know, I just think it's almost like, and I, I don't like to use the term do factor, and I won't necessarily use it here, Patrick, but you look at Detroit. They have lost two games on last-second field goals. They, of course, they had the 66-yarder against Justin Tucker in Baltimore. They they lose again last week. I mean, they're 0-5 on the season, but they are 3-2 and against the number. And I will say this is not a very talented Detroit team, but this is a team that does give you an honest effort for 60 minutes. And I think they're going to keep doing that. When you've got an O in the win column by your name, you're going to keep doing that. And look, Cincinnati... How are they going to react? The fact that they probably could have beaten the Packers, you know, several different times throughout the game, came up short. Joe Burrow is, uh, you know, taking a licking but keeping on ticking right now. But eventually, we saw last year behind that offensive line, you always worry about it when you see on the screen, oh, Burrow's down, and then you're worried, okay, history is going to repeat itself for uh, last season. But I do like Detroit here. I think Dan Campbell you know, he at least is getting his guys to play hard pretty much every single week. So getting three in the hook, I'm not sure I'm buying Cincinnati yet as a road favorite in this spot. You know, I think there's something we really need to consider strongly here is Burrow playing in a dome. I mean, and his voice having a problem. You can do all the hand signals you want, but, you know, every time they get into a bunch formation, right, how many times have we watched the defense see a bunch formation and they hand signal who's got who, and then we see a guy wide open? You know, we see a guy, what, who's covering him? Well, they, they missed the call. Well, let's transpose that over to offense now. Let's, you know, Burrow can't really scream the signals. It's going to be loud in that Ford Field Stadium. I mean, it's going to be loud. He's going to have to communicate it, and I would see a lot of, I would see they're going to have either delays or they're going to have to burn timeouts. I think it's going to be problematic for him. And I agree with Wes. I think if you go back, really painstakingly go over every single game of the Lions, and it's an ugly watch. Don't get me wrong. It's not a pretty thing. But, you know, the the Packer game, 17-7 at the half. The Ravens game, there's more than ample opportunity to win that game. The Bears game, they're in the red zone five times. They come out with – they really go 0 for 5. You know, they easily could have covered that number or won that game. And then last week, they've got a chance – they hold a Viking offense, which is – more talented than the Bengal offense because their line's better. They held them to seven to 19 points, and three of them come on the last play of the game. So, you know, it's ugly. I don't think you want to do it. I don't think you feel good about it. I think if you bet Detroit, you know, at 1 o'clock, don't look at the score until 4.15. <laughs> I think, I think, I thought you were going to say red flag. Zach Taylor's laying three and a hook on the road, Michael. Zach Taylor on the road, laying three I, I mean, and a half. Look, I mean, uh, and plus Burrow's voice. I don't think we can minimize this. I think it's going to be a problem. I mean, you know, blue, blue, 90, 90. No, no, check, check, Monday, Monday. So, you know, he's, he's got to make all these calls. And you got to hear it. And they can't block to begin with. And, and they lose their, their starting right guard. He's out, you know. And so they, they don't. now they're coming back. They have no depth in the offensive line. So now they've got to go back to, you know, Jackson Cammon is out. So who's going to put, who are they going to put in there? Deontay Smith, their fourth round pick. I mean, Span's not a really good player. Their inside of their line isn't great. Look, Detroit's not great, but I think Wes is right. Detroit and Cincy are closer than their records indicate. Wes, off the beaten path a little bit. I'm not sure Michael's Giants. Let's talk about the Giants last night, the check swing with Wilmer Flores. I'm not sure there's been a team in any sport that overexceeded their expectations more than 107 wins for this Giants team this year. And the irony of Wilmer Flores, who is just a random dude who played a big part in the Giants this year, striking out against, you know, a $250 million roster and Scherzer on the bump with that check swing. I just found the whole entire confluence ironic. And now the Dodgers are laying 210 uh, as they start up the NLCS at the Braves coming up on Saturday. 
Yeah, I hated to see the Giants winning 107 games and have their season end on a check swing like that. I mean, that was the worst call on a baseball diamond since Leslie Nielsen was Enrico Palazzo umpiring behind home plate at the Naked Gun movie when the guy was about 10 feet short of home plate and he goes, safe. You know, like he's in there and the guy's like, what are you looking at? Come on now. But Great yeah, reference. I God, I love that reference. Well, I hated to see that for the Giants. This isn't being anti-Dodgers here, but just to end the season on that. And now, look, they're going to be big favorites over the Braves because I think people look at the Braves like, how the hell are the Braves here? You know, this team was a total overachiever, at least late in the season. And I think a lot of it was the teams in the East kind of just fell by the wayside. So Dodgers are rifle favorites now. I think the betters are going to bet it accordingly, too, like it's smooth sailing going forward. Just we got 20 seconds. Would you lay the dollar 45 on the series price with the Astros? Or you like the socks coming back plus 125 the other way? Uh, that that is actually very hard. But against the Sox left-handed pitching, nobody hits lefties better than the Astros, and they're getting one tonight. Chris Sale, so small lean to Houston. Okay, Wes, get ready. A big weekend betting across America tomorrow. And then to me, one of the best things we've done on the network in a while: the Green Zone, seven hours with Wes and Dave coming up on Sunday. Thank you, buddy. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Wes. Thank Appreciate you, Patrick. You. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay, so we got a crazy. Are we down to three in New England? I think we're down I to three. It, I see some threes all over the place. I don't know if it's it. on. Uh, yeah, I, I see it discuss. too. We come back and discuss. Talk. <laughs> Coffee, Coffee talk. talk. Coffee talk. Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.